Hello again, as Henry Dorr and Scott Simpson welcome you warmly to part three of their tribute to the golden age of British comedy in the BBC's 100th anniversary year. They challenge you to see how many famous names you can pick out. Of course, we have to keep our cricket bats in a good state of repair. Robert Lynn's seed oil usually does the trick. I went to watch the cricket the oil this summer, you may remember. Ah, yes, I could only get to Trent Bridget Forsyth, so I missed that match. How do we do? Well, Pakistan stole a march on us, but eventually we got even Larry Stevens. A mixed performance. Mm. Our batting was poor, but our Fenella fielding was outstanding. <laughs> of course, the other game Theresa and I play is indoor Peter Bowles. Is that so? Yes, Theresa's terribly good at it. She always gets right up to the Jack Smithhurst, and in fact, once represented Tony Britton. I know what I was going to ask Thomas. Do you see much of old Malcolm these days? Yes, occasionally. He's been rather worried about his Les Dor son's job, you know. Oh? Yes, Rupert's completely Janet browned off with the company he works for. He asked for a pay rise, but the company said it simply doesn't have enough Graham Chat money. Was this just Michelle de Treeselin? Last week. But the firm have had their Stanley backs to the max wall for a long time now. Yes, I thought I heard as much. Mm. Sounds as if the poor fellow needs cheering up. Frankie, how would you like to come out for a drink with us one evening? That's kind, but I'm not sure it's Harry worth it. Oh, but anything to bring a little Ted Ray of sunshine into his life. Maybe you're right. I'll put it to him. But I don't know if you'd have much in common. He's a showy fellow, Rupert. He drives a Dick Bentley, and he insists on sounding his Kenneth horn in built-up areas between 11.30 at night and 7 in the morning. Am I right in thinking he's rather nicely spoken? Well, in fact, he lived John in Manchester for a while, so, to be perfectly Frank Muir, he has developed a slight Dennis Norden accent. I see. Mm. Oh, little Poppy and Freddy. Oh, flourishing, flourishing. We all had a super family day out last weekend. Mm, whereabouts? Barbara Windsor Castle. We were privileged enough to have a guided tour of the Royal Archives and look at all the architectural advice left by the original builders. And did you take away some pearls of Norman wisdom? Oh, plenty. It was marvellous because both children adore old buildings. At the moment, it's rather funny, they're totally mad on monasteries. We visited one last summer and they've not stopped talking about it ever since. When I was in London the other day, I had a wander around St Pancras Emmet and I managed to find a little model monastery for them in a shop with Russ Abbots you can move around where you want. It's so much safer for a child than playing with a Spike Miller gun. It sounds wonderful. Was it expensive, this monastery, Gilliam? Only 25 pence. Great, Terry Scott, 25 pence. That's extraordinary. No wonder you bought it at that price. Absolutely. As I said to Teresa... I'm not going to pass up the chance of a five-bob monk house. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued.